Blog Talk Radio. everybody welcome to another edition of sports of the legend along with my very happy co-host macaulay matthew i'm of course william ramo what's up mac what's going on man hey man how's it going i'm doing okay man glad to be on the show with you as always yeah, glad to be on as usual all right man um ladies and gentlemen thank you all for checking out this episode of sports of the legend today's show um you know, we're going to be talking the Mets. Um, there ain't no other way of saying it. You know, the Mets collapse against the Padres. Um, uh, you know, the Yankees currently battling the, the Indians. Um, the Phillies upsetting the Braves. 
Um, the the Mariners getting swept by the Astros, Macaulay's favorite team. And, um, you know, what else is going on in the world of sports? Um, Baseball-wise, baseball NBA season is going to start this Wednesday night for the, for the Knicks, I should say. Um, Jets and Giants trying to um, continue their winning streak going on. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the latest news in wrestling, you know, highlighted by um, the return of Bray Wyatt, you know, cutting a promo on, you know, on SmackDown, you know, about his, um, you know, his, um, his date, you know, his uh, return into the, um, you know, into the, you know, into the, you know, into, you know, WWE, you know, which he's been, he's been gone for over a year. So we'll talk about that. Um, and whatever else is on our mind, you know, what we do, we talk sports, entertainment, everything else. We love to hear from you. Um, and of course, you know, that number is, uh, 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So, free to talk about any of these topics and more. Um, we we definitely would love to hear from you. Even if you agree or disagree with us. Oh my goodness. Speaking of disagree, I I just found out Mokali was supposed to update me. Apparently the the Indian Well yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting for you to finish your intro. Wow. Yeah, we just lost uh six to five in the ninth bottom uh top bottom of the ninth. And uh, the Guardians came back and beat us. So right now they're leading this series two to one. If the Yankees don't win tomorrow, they might be joining your Mets. Wow! On vacation. Yeah, we definitely gonna talk more about this Yankee, um, this Yankee loss. But Yankee got a chance to even up the series uh, um, tomorrow. tomorrow. So, you know they're gonna be playing golf with the the Mets like they've been doing for the past couple of years. You know. Oh yeah. So we. We shall see, but you know the Yankees still are in it, so we shall, we shall got see. Got Jerry Cole going tomorrow, so hopefully uh, Cole's been brilliant for us in the postseason, with the exception of that one hiccup against Boston. But hopefully we can rely on him. Yeah, we shall see. But yeah, most importantly, let's let's talk let's talk about the Mets, man. This is you know the 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 end of the 2002 Mets. You know all that that feel good story of the Mets. Buck Walters' first year as the Mets, his return in New York, you know, managing New York since he, you know, he got fired in, um, what, 1995, before the Jeter era officially started in New York, which your boy is the Yankees. Um, you know, the the Mets, you know, they had a feel-good story. You know, they, they you know, they um, Steve Cohen in his second year, you know, went for it in the offseason. Sign Max Scherzer, the guy, the 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 guy on in the in baseball today who I never thought in a million years. If you if you told me one player who I would never see wearing a Met uniform, it would have been Max Scherzer and and Steve Cohen. You know, you know, got him to buy in, literally and figuratively speaking. You know, give him that three year huge contract. It was a one year forty million dollar contract or something like that. Um, um, for the most part, serves a pitch well, but unfortunately, um, this last couple of months and change, he hasn't been pitching. He didn't pitch good. Um, highlighted by Game One of the the, the NL um, Wild Card Series um, against the Padres, where he 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 didn't show up at all. Like he gave up four home runs. Seven runs, and the 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 Mets the Mets you know before they even sang, you know, the 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 Star Spangled Banner it, it's already over, man. Like, you know the the Mets got their butts handed to them. They didn't score any runs off Darvis, which which is no no surprise there. Darvis is one of the best pitchers in the game. Um, you know they got their butts handed to them game one. You know, all thanks they all thanks because they didn't they didn't take care of business in the in the last month in September, getting swept by the the um the Cubs, you know, 
Degrom having that horrible start against the 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 um the A's, um, the the Mets getting swept by the Braves, a series that everybody had circled on their calendar for months. You know that this was a big series. We knew that the series, the the um the the um the division was going to go down to it. You if you watch, if you've been listening to this show all year long. You know, me and you, we've been talking about it. That you know, this series is gonna, this this um, division is gonna go down to the wire. That 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 um, series in Atlanta is gonna decide the division, and the Mets didn't show up at all. All they had to do was win one game, and that and this debacle of a loss uh, at the hands of the Padres would have never happened. You know, because they would have won the division. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have faced the Padres in that needless round had they won just one stinking game. One more stinking game. They wouldn't have been in that situation. So then game two, they finally re- redeemed themselves. They finally played Mets baseball. The Grom pitched well. He, 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 um, you know, he went six innings. I think he gave it, what, two runs or so. Struck out eight, if I'm not mistaken. The Mets finally played Mets baseball. You had Peter Alonso hit his first career postseason home run. You had Francisco Lindor hit his first Met home run in the postseason and everything was looking good with the Mets. The Mets were finally showing up. You know, congratulations to Jeff McNeil, you know, leading the major leagues in hitting and as a result won the National League batting title, becoming the second uh, Met player after Jose Reyes to, to win that um you know the the elusive batting title. So congrats to him. Congrats, Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, but it all came down. It all came down to what was it? Sunday night. Sunday night baseball last week. Chips was on the line. One hundred win team. You had you had the three best guys in the rotation in, in baseball. You had Serzer, who got his butt handed to him. You had DeGrom riding the ship, winning his first and so far only start in City Field as a Met. Lord knows if he, he'll be back as a Met, um, you know, because he's going to opt out. You know, he's going to leave the two years left on his contract, and, you know, he's going to try to make the most money he can. So we'll find out about that. And then Chris Bassett, a guy who I, you know, I've been a, you know, a fan of his since he's, you know, he put on the Met uniform, won 15 games. However, this last month or so, like Serger, they they spit the bit, and game game three, game three, of the the most important game season, and the Mets only had one misly hit the whole game the whole stinking game they only had they only could muster one hit by Pete Alonso in the fifth inning to 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 prevent a, a, a no hitter Joe give Joe Musgrove all the credit in the world the guy he threw the first no hitter in in Padres history a year ago you know the guy's a very good pitcher you got to give them all the credit. But for them to just stink up the joint and only give up one hit, this was literally the worst performance by a team who, who, who got eliminated in Major League history. The only way they could have been worse is if they got no hit or perfect game. That's how, that's how bad it was. And then you look at the other side of the, the – you look at the other side of the, the ball – Bassett couldn't even last what three three or four innings. Got his butt handed to him by the Padres. Like the same guy who he said in in his first start in April that it doesn't matter who you're facing. You know the the the, the name on the back of the jersey. He's he's here to pound the opposition, all that stuff. And the same guy who he struck out in in April is the same guy's team. New team when he got traded to to Padres and they beat us. And then here's the controversy. the The controversy 
of, you know, Buck Showalter, you know, um, arguing with the umpires to check to see if Joe uh, Musgrove um, was cheating because they noticed his ear was shiny. You know, they thought he maybe had something, you know, in his in his ears that he was going to the ball or something like that. And, um, you know, the umpires checked and they didn't see nothing. And then, of course, that infuriated Musgrove. You know, he was taunting the Mets. You know, the the, the Padres was taunting us like, uh, I mean, us losing 4 nothing already um, wasn't enough. So then this started this whole controversy of, oh, you know, um, Buck shouldn't have said nothing. This make them look petty. Um, which, okay, I understand that. But let's say, if, let's say for argument's sake, let's say he was cheating. Were we supposed to, like, not let him check and just get our butts handed to us? Look at an 86. You know, the Astros, you know, the team that Macaulay's team can't beat, you know, when their life depends on it. When we faced the Astros, they had Mike Scott, a former Met. This guy legitimately was cheating. He scuffed the ball every time. If, if, when they showed the, the when they showed the umpires that they, he messed he, he messed with the ball, they didn't care, even though they had all the evidence to prove it. So that's why they won Game Six to advance to the World Series. Because if they would have played Game Seven that year, they would have lost to the Astros, and Astros would have went on and faced the Red Sox that year in '86. Another team Macaulay loves. But but despite that, let's fast forward to. Right back here, two thousand and twenty-two. So my my thinking is, hey, it doesn't matter if if Mus- Joe Musgrove is upset at us because at the end of the day, we were getting one hit. What was he gonna What was gonna happen? He was gonna one hit us more. Like, it, it really doesn't matter. The bottom line is is that the Mets did nothing. They didn't show up offensively. Bassett didn't pitch well that game. And what I'm even more upset about, more so than, you know, than, uh, uh, you know, us being, quote-unquote, embarrassed by trying to show up Musgrove, you know, dominating us, is the fact that Buck Showalter brought in Edwin Diaz when we were losing 4 nothing, He brings in Edwin Diaz, hence... The, the the trumpet, the narco song came up. They did the whole theatrics as if we were leading for nothing, and he was coming to save the game, which, I mean, obviously for nothing wouldn't be a, a safe situation anyway. But that – and then you had the Padres mock us, the, the Padre fans mock us because we, we have the – we had our – we had the, the – I, I can't even find the words. That was – and you, no disrespect, Buckshaw. I'm happy he's the manager, but that was a, a dumb move that he did. Bring in Edwin Diaz because you know historically as a closer, and and that that fits for Diaz also, with the exception of this year. You bring in a closer in a non-safe situation, they're gonna get lit up like a Christmas tree at at Rockefeller Center. There's no there's no reason to bring a closer in a non-safe situation. Much, much, much less when you're losing for nothing in a pivotal game. For let's say, for argument's sake, we would have came back. You could have brought him in 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 a in a in a in a way in a situation to hold the game, but to hold to hold us losing for nothing is a waste. Was a waste of his was a waste of his 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 abilities. And sure enough, Soto, the aforementioned Juan Soto gets gets a two run hit off us, demoralizing us. Our closer, who's now going to be a free agent. So to wrap up everything, how I'm feeling, you know, we had a we had a, a great regular season, 101 wins, but you could flush everything, everything down the toilet. The Edwin Diaz best career, you know, ever. Lindor had a, a bounce back year, one of his best years ever. You know, um, easily his best year as a Met, maybe his best year ever in the in the uniform. I know he hit 38 home runs with the with the um, the Indians, now Guardians. You know, a few years ago, but you had you had a, you had a great year from Lindor. Yeah, you, you had a a potential MVP year from Lindor. 
Alonzo, um, Diaz, and you flush it all down the toilet. You had a great, you had a 15 wins from from Carrasco and Bassett and um, Tywin Walker. He won, I think, what 12 12 games, but you know, two years in a row, he he had a horrible second half, not as bad as last year's one. But all that wonderful stuff that the Mets had, winning 100 and, 101 games, which I didn't even know the Mets never even won 100 games during, as you know, since I've been a fan since 99. I didn't even know I never witnessed a 100-win team. And sure enough, this is what this team gives us. So all that good stuff that we – all that good feel-good stuff is flushed down the toilet. Now we have to wait until to see what, what they're going to do once this World Series is over, once next month, when we can see what will happen with this team. Are, are the Mets moving in the right direction? Yes, but now we have a bunch of free agents. Everybody is a bun- are, are, are going to be free agents, so now we have to see what's going on. So, you know, what can I say, man? I'm, I'm, I'm still PO'd about what happened last Sunday, man, but you know, you know. Let's let's give the let's give the people what they want. Let's let let's give let's give a Met hater a chance to express his glee. I'm, uh, Met, hey, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a Met hater. I'm not you know I'm not. Listen, I I'm not, I don't hate the Mets as much as Mets fans hate the Yankees. You know, I'm I'm just a realist. I'm gonna tell you how it is. Okay. And, tell and us how it really is. I listen. This was an embarrassment. I mean, on so many levels. First, you got a team that won 100 games, and you guys didn't even win your division, you know, and you didn't even make it to the division series. That is that is an embarrassment itself. Second, you got two of your biggest pitchers. Two of your biggest pitchers, DeGrom and Scherzer. Scherzer, who you, want, you spent money on this offseason to pitch in these type of games. Twice he failed. Failed against Braves in that three-game series, and he failed against uh, against the Padres in his wild card round. I mean, that's two strikes you're out for him, right? He didn't, get, he didn't even get the three strikes you're out. He got the two <laughs> strikes only, and he was out. But mm-hmm. this was an embarrassment on so many levels, man. You couldn't – you failed to get the job done against the Braves. I mean, you had to at least win one – one game, and we were there during that Braves series at Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yep, I watching that. like the what was it, game one? That first game, uh, yeah, series? it was game one. Yep, correct. Game you one. Know, game one. They couldn't. They couldn't win that game, and they couldn't win their their main two games in that series. If they had won won, won one game, then they probably win the division and mm-hmm. go on to not even like face the Padres in that wild card round. But they didn't. Mm-hmm. So. It's just embarrassment. I mean, you guys had a ten and a half game lead, and on the Braves on June first, mm-hmm. which was like one of the biggest leads I think in National League history at the time. And uh, I mean, the Braves, yeah, they 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 were hot. They, you know, mm-hmm. second half of the season they completely turned it around, and mm-hmm. they got their asses handed to them by the Phillies. Oh yeah, that was beautiful. Thing um, of beauty. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, the Mets. The Mets collapse, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. You just collapse. And, you know, um, the Yankees are about to do the same thing if they don't win tomorrow. So we might be joining you guys as well. But it was an embarrassment. It, it, it's been embarrassment. You know, and both New York teams, if Yankees go out, it, this was a disaster season. Because you led your divisions for most of the year, 100 games. And then to go out like that, I mean... It's sickening, sickening. I don't know what else to say, man. I mean, you're 100 percent right. I mean, we won 101 games. You had the the Grom and Serge not pitched to the level that they they are. You know, these guys. I mean, obviously, we you know Serge. He's he's Cooperstown bound. Uh, the Grom, if he could stay healthy, you know, and get some run support, he 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 could be uh, Cooperstown bound as well. You know, with his ERA amongst the, the lowest among, you know, pitchers, you know, in the history of the game, you know, with his performances, he could be Cooperstown, you know, he could be in the Hall of Fame as well. Um, but 
Yeah, you hit it right on the head. And then you throw in, throw in Bassett. Bassett, yeah, he won 15 games, but um, these past couple of weeks he hasn't been pitching up to his, his level that, you know, we expect of Bassett. So, I mean, this is this collapse was easily avoidable. But, yeah, I mean, if you want to look at their record, I mean, obviously they didn't really play that good in September. I mean, the last couple of weeks. I mean, if you want to look at the second half, the second half wasn't that bad. I, I think they were probably playing 600 ball, which should have been good enough. Obviously, they won 101 games. But the, the, the Braves, man, they were superhuman, man. They 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 won like they were playing like like at least 700 ball. Like they were like on they were like Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, and um and um Jason Voorhees combined, man. They that two years in a row the Mets had had the division most of the year, and two years in a row the Braves came out of nowhere, and and, and win the division, even though they had huge injuries last year to 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 um to Acuna and then this year's Albies, and you know they they were able to overtake the Mets and win their fifth straight division like. This is, you know, it's like the old times with Atlanta with Chipper Jones and Andrew Jones and Smoltz, Hutch, Smoltz, Glavin, and and um, and Maddox. You know, when they won like what fourteen in a row until you know a certain team in the Queens broke their their streak in uh, twenty six two thousand and six. But um, yeah, man, the the Mets, you know. What can I say, man? The Mets are the Mets are irrelevant until the World Series is over, and then we shall see. Hopefully, the Mets can re-sign Diaz before the the free agency starts, and yeah, we shall see if they will re-sign Degrom, Nimmo. Um, yeah, man, they got a lot of work cut out for them. So, hopefully, do you Mets... feel like this season was a waste? Yes, I do. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Feel like the season was a waste. All the because everything was centered around them winning a title, like Bookshow Walter said in in his uh uh you know postseason uh you know, well not postseason postseason like the season recap review season review whatever you want to call it he he had like a few days ago um it might it might have even been yesterday it was like the Thursday or Friday I can't remember which day it was um he basically said he'd rather be ninety have ninety two wins and be the last team standing. You know, the 100, 100 wins, 101 wins is a great achievement, but, you know, he would rather, you know, have 92 wins and be the last team standing. And that's literally how Mets fans feel. Like, this whole season was built on them potentially winning a title, you know, or at least at the very minimum going deep. We should we should be right now at the very minimum where the the Padres well we don't know if the Padres the, right now the Dodgers I think are leading the Padres um to nothing last time I checked so we should be where the Phillies are right now and you know hate the Phillies but after they fired Girardi your boy they they went on a tear uh, Thompson really changed the the culture of that team and you know as much as I can't stand that team and. You know the Mets should have been in that spot where they're in right now. You know I gotta, I have to do something that the Philly fans would never do in a million years. You know I have to congratulate them. You know they, they, they upset the Braves, the the defending world champions, and you know they earned their spot in the NLCS. First time they're going to the uh, NLCS since I think twenty twenty ten, and I think this is the first time they've been in the postseason since twenty eleven. So. You know they they earned their spot, and the uh, Dodgers are trying to even up the series, or else they're going to be playing golf with the Mets and potentially the Yankees. And speaking of the Yankees, shifting gears to the Yankees, uh, you know, tell us how, your thoughts on this this series so far going on, as you guys are trailing uh, two to one right now. Yeah, well uh, tonight it looked like we were about to win this series. To judge hit their home run. Tied the game at 2-2. Um, then uh, we had um, Cabrera hit a two-run home run to put us up 4-2. Um, I think then um, who else hit a home run? Bader had a home run to put us up 5-2. And the Guardians cut it to 5-3. And then 
bottom of the ninth there, you know, with no closer and a thin bullpen, you know, we loaded the bases with one out. They scored a run, and then we gave up a bloop single there, and two more runs scored, and we end up losing the game six to five. So now we're down two games to one, and tomorrow, like you said, if we don't win, we go home, we join the Mets, and we certainly don't want to do that because it's uh, too early. So got the Jericho on the mound. You know, Jericho, as much criticism as he gets, He's been money for us in the postseason so far, with the exception of that Red Sox wildcard game uh, last year. You know, he's pitched uh, – he, he has pitched real well in the postseason. Uh, you know, in the first game against uh, these, gar- these same Guardians, he, he had a good game there. So hopefully he can have a good game tomorrow and we can stay alive and bring this game, bring this series back to the Bronx and win this thing. Because, again, I'm – I want to face the Astros so bad who advanced tonight in an 18-inning game against the Mariners. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting tomorrow. So Yankee fans, cross your fingers and well, hope that we happy. can win tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you should be happy. The the, the Astros swept the swept the um the the Astros swept the Mariners. So yeah, Mariners now you no potentially chance. have. Now you potentially have have a chance to, to maybe face them if you can get past the the um, Indians, as I assume you guys will. Guardians, the Guardians. Uh, I'm sorry. Call them. I keep thinking of them as the Indians. <laughs> we'll see. Well, we'll see. I mean, right now we got to focus on these Guardians and then, you know, ask, uh, face consider the Astro. But right now we're facing elimination, so we got to focus on these Guardians first before anything. So. We'll see what happens tomorrow. You know, hopefully we can stay alive. Let's see if the Guardians can guard their their two one lead when they face yeah. the Yankees tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. We'll see. Damn, Megan's sounding looking fine. Sorry. Are you watching? I, I, I said that. I said that out loud. Yeah, I was just taking <laughs> a peek at SNL. Oh. But um, yeah, man. Let's. We shall see what happens with that. Um. And let me see what's going on with the um Yeah, they're still leading to nothing apparently. Top fifth. We'll keep you posted if uh game ends before the show. But um yeah, shifting gears, um yeah, let's talk your 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 giants, man. They they're um they're hosting the Ravens, they're four and one. You know they're living the good life. Um, you know they they got that huge win um, against the um, um, I think it was the the Packers in London on Saturday, early Saturday, Sunday morning. Man, uh, yeah. What's your thoughts on on the, this? Uh, you know your Giants. Man, it is a good time. It is a fun time to be a Giants fan. They are playing inspired football right now. That win last week against the Packers in London, that that might be the best win of the season. Best win of the season. And every time we go to London, we win. We're like 3-0 and now in London. We should make that our official stadium. Mm-hmm. They play great defense. They put pressure on the Packers all, all four quarters, kept blitzing, putting pressure on Rodgers. The Packers' offense couldn't really get going that much, especially in the second half there. Giants just came back, and yeah, it was a great performance. Reminded me of like an old school Giants, Giants game, you know, back from like the '90s. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped up about these Giants, man. I mean, they still got a lot of work to do. You know, uh, offense needs to work on some things, but I'm feeling confident, man. We're four and one. We're tied with the, I think the Cowboys right now. And the Eagles are leading the division at five and zero. They're undefeated. So NFC East is looking like the beasts of the NFL right now. You got three teams that could potentially go to the playoffs. So um, this next matchup against the Ravens is going to be a tough one, but I think the Giants can pull it off. I think the Giants can win this one. They're looking good, man. They just got to keep playing this way. Defense has been playing very good. Got to keep blitzing, putting pressure on the quarterback. Offense needs to get better. 
you know, let's go G-Men. And the G-Men are hoping to build on their 27-22 loss. And um, win. I mean, win, I should say. Yeah. I, I should say, yeah. I, I mean, I know it's a win because they're 4-1. They're trying, like I said earlier, they're trying to extend their, their winning streak. That's what I said. But, yeah, you're right. I'll win. Yeah. And uh, now the, the whatchamacallit, the, the pod, the, um, well, I said Padres. The the Packers, they're trying to rebound from the the Giants loss, and now they're gonna face the other team in New York, uh, Gang Green. Um, they're going to be hosting. Um, they're gonna be hosting. Um, you know the Jets yet again, or I should say, they should, they're gonna be hosting the Jets uh, this this time. They failed at hosting the the Jets. When they were in, uh, I mean the the Giants when they were in London. Now now the Jets are going to visit uh, the um, the Packers and build on that uh, that impressive win they had um, this past week when they won forty to seventeen. This was this was clearly their best win. This you know they they um, bounced back from. Um, I'm saying like they they. Um, this was like their best win since um, the 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 Browns game they had earlier that this year, when they when they came back and scored like 14 unanswered points uh, against the Browns to to win 31 to 30 in like the in less than two minutes left in the game. But yeah, but this one was was pure dominance because you know they went against their old rival Dolphins. Um, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, he he got um sacked for safety and um yeah, it was just pure domination uh by the the Jets that game. Um yeah, they won that score uh 40 to by the final score 40 to to 17. Um this was their their first win against a, a division team. I think was it, was it 2019 maybe, I think. Um but yeah, they just it just destroyed Dolphins, and um, yeah, props to Zach Wilson. He went 14 for 21 for 210 yards. Uh, Bryce Hall, you know, he was just destroying them with the 97 yards. Scored a touchdown. Uh, Michael Carter um, scored two touchdowns as well. And uh yeah, even Zach Wilson uh scored as well, so um and Brees Hall also um you know received for a hundred yards, so yeah man, they just the young guys were just uh were dominating, man. It it was a, a beautiful thing to see. Brees Hall is on my fantasy team. Uh, yeah, and he's 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 played he's played well so far. I like him. I like his game. Yeah, he had a good game there and uh Rushing and uh, some receiving yards, yeah. Uh, him and Wilson, uh, they're gonna be uh, th- 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 nice talent for the Jets. They're gonna be good mm-hmm. going forward. Yeah, and they're young too. That's that's the the beautiful thing about it. These these young guys are are going to um, develop with each other. You know, they they're young and explosive. So, you know, hopefully they can they could bring it to the. Um, to the Packers, Packers let Aaron Rodgers get swept by both New York teams. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully the the Jets will uh, will bring it. And uh, yeah, shifting gears to, you know, we both, you know, to a team we both love, and that's uh, the um, the New York Knicks. You know, uh, they're gonna be. Opening their season uh, Wednesday night. I mean, yes, yes, it's preseason. You know they've been playing well in preseason. I think they only lost one game, but the most important thing is that they they look like they're sharing the ball. Um, Randall lost weight. It looks like they're they're um you know they're sharing the ball. They're you know they're playing up tempo, and um, Brunson looks like he he's he's the X factor for the team. You know. Like they, it looks like I mean they 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 look like they bought in 
Uh, Brunson, he, you know, he's going to watch the Eagle and the Cowboy game, you know, because uh, Brunson's a, a Eagle fan. And, of course, Randall, the, the um, Texas native, he's a, a Cowboy fan, and they're going to watch the game together. So, apparently, um, you know, Brunson is really taking the leadership role um, seriously. Like, uh, once he signed with them, he had a big dinner with all of them. And, you know, it's good to see that the, the Knicks, you know, they're, they're trying to um, improve, kind of like uh, Barrett was saying. You know, he he thinks they're gonna shock the world. Uh, let's hope let's hope that he's right. You know, the odds are against them, um, but most importantly, it looks like they're all bought into the system. They're playing, you know, they're playing. Uh, you know, they're they're passing the ball, and uh, you know, hopefully, this will improve their defense. You know on the other side of the ball. So I, what's, your, what's your expectations for this upcoming season? Obviously, we know we're not going to win a title, but um, what's your thoughts? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? You hear me? I was Can saying that. Me? Yeah, I hear you now. I was saying I that, I was saying that the, the, you know, I hope the Knicks can do well this year, much better than they did last year. And I am not a delusional fan, Nick fan, so I'm not going to guarantee that they make it to the finals. But we're always optimistic. We hope mm-hmm. they can get far if they make it to the playoffs. But uh, I'm pumped up. You know, I like Brunson from what I've seen in the highlights so far. He looks like he could be a good fit in the system under Thibodeau. And he looks like he can lead. And he's probably our best scoring point guard in the long time that we've had, probably since – he rose <laughs> a couple of seasons ago. So I, I'm I'm curious to see how how this season goes, you know, with uh, Brunson and Cam Reddish coming off the bench now that he's healthy. Uh, you know, hoping to see a much better product there uh, out there on the floor than we did last year. Because last year there are certain times during the season where this team looked out of sync. You know, there's certain times where you have defensive lapses where – they missed shots or they didn't know what they were doing out on the floor. So hopefully you won't have you won't have too many of that this year uh, under the guidance of uh, Thibodeau and the leadership of Brunson. But, you know, I like what I see so far. In the preseason, they finished 3-1. and one. I know it's just exhibition doesn't mean much, but hopefully that translates over to the regular season. And hopefully we get, we get to see a much better team this year. And maybe even the playoffs, but we'll see. You know, we'll see what this season brings. Yeah, and plus Brunson, you know, he you know he's not only going to be playing with uh, you know with Thibodeau coaching him, but even his dad Rick is there, and he better hope Brunson isn't uh, Haitian or Caribbean, or else he's going to get a battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but also, uh, you know, yeah, the Knicks, you know, they they're young. You know, they look like they're, they're, you know, they're, like I said, they're committed to passing the ball, trying to run up the floor. You know, they were one of the slowest teams, even though they were one of the, the youngest teams in, in the game. And uh, probably Rose is, Rose is probably the only, you know, like older veteran that's over 30 on the team, you know, Um I think the team's gonna be a lot better, but obviously I'm not. You know, I'm not saying they're gonna be a, a like a top four team like they were two years ago. But they, you know, they I think they 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 have the potential to to make make you know the play in or playoffs, the lower end of the playoffs. But we shall see. You know, we haven't played the games yet. We thought. We thought they'd be a playoff team last year too, you know, but obviously that didn't happen. So, you know, we shall see. You know, I think Bronson will be the X factor. And let's see if Thibodeau will, will play the young guys, uh, you know, you know, the, the, especially the young guys like Toppin and quickly, you know, if they'll, they'll play more minutes. You know, um, I like the additions of, of Harkenstein. You know, a big man. You know, off the bench center who could who could knock down some threes. Um, 
you know, topping, you know, that high flyer, trying to improve on his three-point shooting, you know, quickly. You know, he that guy has the potential, you know, to be a triple-double guy like he did a, a couple of games last year. Um yeah, well, let's see what let's see what those those young guys can do. Sims, if he could if he could stay healthy, Grimes. Um hopefully those guys could play more minutes, you know. Uh you know, we know Fournier he he knocked down the most threes uh, uh you know in Knicks history in the season uh last year. Hopefully he can play better. Randall, you know, he could stay committed, you know, as he appears to be in in this preseason. Uh, Barrett continues to to take that maturation, which I think you heard it here first. I think he's going to be all-star this year. You know, um, Brunson, I I think Brunson might be an all-star with the Knicks this year also. Um, And then you got, you got Mitchell Robinson, you know, who, who, um, you know, who could be that lob city, you know, with, uh, with Brunson. So, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see what the Knicks are going to do um, this upcoming year. And then you, the other team in New York, you know, you got the Nets. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're going to, they're going to have the big three, you know, um, Ben Simmons looks like he's, he's, he's healthy now and he, he wants to uh, return to the basketball court you know, and for, and form the the big three that we expected to see last year. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that. If uh, Durant and Kyrie can stay healthy and stay committed to, um, you know, you know, playing with the Nets and and their championship list streak. What what's your thoughts on uh, the Nets? Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't care much for the Nets. But, uh, <laughs> I do even say that. I I think they can be a very good team with Simmons and Kyrie and and Durant. You know, those three. As long as Simmons is able to stay healthy, you know, they have a a guy who could play defense, who could handle the ball, take some uh, pressure off these or the, off of uh, Durant and Irving. Uh, they can be a very good team, just like they were last year. And they could possibly be the best team in the East. So you know, we'll see uh, how they uh, how, how they gel on the floor together and build that chemistry. Um, it's something worth something to watch, you know, during the season. See how that chemistry develops between those three guys. But I think they could be a good team, a very mm-hmm. good team. Yeah, and uh, next they're going to be. On the road against the the um the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Nets will host the uh, the the what the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, other marquee matchups this upcoming week is Tuesday night. You got uh, Celtics hosting Seventy Sixers, and then you got the Warriors hosting the Lakers. So those are also two um. Big matchups right there. Um, yeah, I would assume Celtics, 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 and the Warriors will will defend their home court against their respective uh, opponents. Celtics will defeat the Seventy Sixers, and the Warriors, the defending world champion Warriors, will defeat uh, the Lakers on both on Tuesday night. Uh, so yeah, definitely. Must see um, games uh, this upcoming week, but um, yeah, shifting gears, man. Um, yeah, let, let's talk. Um, yeah, let's talk about uh, WWE, and of course, you know the um, the big news in WWE. Uh, was um, well, Brock Lesnar actually re- re- returned uh, Monday night, and he um, he destroyed Bobby Lashley, and then as as a result, Bobby Lashley um, Bobby Lashley would would uh 
would would fail to defend his uh, United States title against Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins, and now Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins is now the new United States champion now. What were your thoughts when you saw Brock Lesnar popped up and just destroyed Bobby Lashley? Like, yeah, I was surprised by that, that they're uh, reigniting that feud between them from earlier this year. But, yeah, that's going to be something worth seeing because the last time they fought, Lashley ended up beating Lesnar, although it was uh, with some assistance mm-hmm. from um, who, who interfered again. I'm forgetting now. I'm trying uh, to remember too. Was it MVP that interfered, or? Oh yeah, yeah, it was MVP. MVP hit him with the um, with the um, with the you know with his cane. Right. So hopefully it'll be a clean match this time where there's no interference. And yeah. then, and then if you remember the the last match they've been in together was that um elimination chamber. Oh, the elimination where, chamber, right? Where um, Bobby Lashley got injured. And he got eliminated, um, but Brock Lesnar um, eventually won that match without pinning him. Right. Because isn't Bobby Lashley, like, I think 2-0 against him, but then he lost that match uh, in the elimination where yeah. he didn't get pinned, I think. I think that was the case. Yes, yes. So it's, so it's technically... Bobby Lashley leads his his um you know his his feud with Brock Lesnar two to one even though he didn't get pinned in that um what's the one loss the one loss would be when Brock Lesnar won that won the won the title um in the elimination chamber because Brock Lesnar Bobby Lashley got eliminated because he got injured but Brock Lesnar ended but it up wasn't that. against him though. Yes, it was against him because it was, it was, what was it like six men in there? Remember when he yeah, when but he, he got did, eliminated before that? Yeah, but it's pinned, the same match. But he, it's not, it's, no, you know, I don't even count that. It's the same match. It doesn't matter. He wasn't pinned count. by Lesnar. It does count. He it's no. the same exact match. Okay, then if if you got to count that, then I'm not counting that that Lesnar win then that that uh, Bobby Lashley win then. What do you mean? In the held in the in the same match. Is, what is that what you're saying? You're counting you, so you're counting a win and a loss in that same elimination chamber? No. That's not what I'm saying. So I'm what not counting getting, so where are you getting the the second win from? They they didn't they fight each other three times? When's when's when, when was the when was the second time? I'm so trying to okay, let me do the math. There was a match where they, they um there was a match. I think the, the first one they fought against each other. I think was Royal Rumble. What? Wasn't it Royal Rumble this year? Wait, let me, let me do that. Where are you getting the second one from? I'm trying to figure out. Wait, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to remember myself. Give me, give me one second. Because they, they okay. was the first one they fought was was um, was um, New Year's Day and New Year's. What was it New Year's Evil pay per view? I'm trying to remember the name of the pay per view. Day one, the day one pay per view event. Okay. That one was like a five man, five man match, I think, right? And I think, okay, I'm trying to remember what the heck happened. Wait, who, who won that match? Uh... Wait, didn't Bobby Lashley win that match? I have to, I have to go back and look. Darn, I gotta remember now. <laughs> So, so you're counting you you you're counting that match also like a five minute. Let's talk about uh, how many singles matches they had. What about that? Let's not talk about these gimmicky matches that they've been in. How many single matches have they been in? Just one. I would single match. one. I would assume there was one, and that was when when MVP interfered and hit him with the with the um with the stick. Yeah, give me these gimmicky matches that you're talking about where they're in like an elimination chamber. And so I think all those other matches had like that's, five or six other people in it. It shouldn't count. Those shouldn't count because one-on-one matches, those are legit single matches between the both of them. They haven't had a single match, a one-on-one match, since that early early January, since that uh, mm-hmm. paper you're talking about where Ashley beat Lesnar with the assistance of MEP. Mm-hmm. That was a legit singles match. Well, yes, of course. 
So these are those other matches. I mean, I, I I'm not counting those. Like there was other people involved. And they didn't even got well, they, I guess each they, other. I guess they would count as all time, with asterisk kind of thing. If you want to look, I guess. Kind of like how you count postseason and 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 regular season and career, you know, kind of differently. Career would be all time, you know, all time record. Everything would be counted in, but then you'd also like factor in either if it's postseason or or you know or regular season wins stuff like that. But I see your point. But uh, yeah, which which one do you think was the the bigger news? You know, in WWE, um, you know the. Brock Lesnar getting attacking Bobby Lashley, and him losing the the U.S. title, or Bray Wyatt finally um, cutting the promo as himself, you know, thanking the fans and you know being himself. Uh, probably Bray Wyatt um, cutting that promo and then being emotional, being himself. I think that uh, that was that that was the thing that we've seen in WWE in a while best thing that we've seen in WWE in a while. You saw the real man behind the Bray Wyatt character talk to the fans and thanking them for supporting him during those uh, during those uh, times when he was down, down and out. And yeah, it was a heartfelt promo that he had there. We haven't seen a heartfelt promo like that in in a while. Name, name the last heartfelt promo you, you've seen like that. I can't think. I can't think of one. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a very good point. Uh, oh, Roman Reigns when he when he um when he um oh, yeah. as himself, you know, yeah. when he had cancer, when he had leukemia. Yeah. But then but, I guess going back even farther would be maybe um Mark Henry faking a faking his retirement and attack, putting uh John Cena in that world's strongest slam. All right, right. Or even going back even further, what's her name? Uh, that female wrestler who now says she's give have a baby, be out for a while. Um, I forget her name. Oh, um, Becky Lynch. No, no, not Becky Lynch. The other, the what's her name again? Um, she says she's gonna leave for a while to have a baby. Um, Wait, she, let me try. She, she was like huge. Wait, I'm trying. Was to... it Karma? No, it wasn't Karma. Was it Karma? Yeah, no. it was Karma. It was Karma. Well, remember she, yeah, yeah. Remember she she uh, was emotional and she had to, told the fans she's gonna have a baby and the fans are clapping because the week before that she was holding her stomach and crying or something like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Remember that? And I think unfortunately she had a miscarriage. Did she have a miscarriage? Oh, yeah, I know. yeah. I think that's in real life. She's... Yeah. Oh wow. I forgot all about that. But the Becky Lynch thing, yeah, I forgot about that too. Yeah, that was an emotional moment as well. With her and uh Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. yeah. And then Br- and then um what's his name? What's his name? Uh Seth Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins uh, you know, was getting congratulated by Rey Mysterio and then that's when Rey Mysterio blind uh, Seth Rollins blinded Rey Mysterio. Oh right, and then that started that eyeball match that they had eventually. <laughs> Something out of like a freaking horror movie. Mm-hmm. Something they could have only done during this, uh, this this era. You know, the, the, no, not this era. The pandemic. Well, technically, you know, the pandemic with no fan era that they had. Yeah. The Drew McIntyre era. Right. What about that moment where Drew McIntyre almost beheaded a fan overseas? <laughs> oh yeah, Saudi Arabia. Well, he was trying to he was trying to um I think chop um who was he feeding with Madcap Madcap Mox Mox I think it was yeah <laughs> yeah one of the all time great feuds in WWE history. <laughs> but um, let me see what else. Trying to think what else major happened and uh You had um AJ Styles reunite with the um 
Oh yes, with the um, with the with the with the um, with Luke with with, with Luke, Luke Gallows, Gallows and um, Luke Gallows and uh, yeah, Carl Anderson. You're right. The OC. Right. The, his 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 the, former the Bash club brothers? members. The Good Brothers. The Good Brothers. There you go. Mm-hmm. Brothers, where I got that from? Bash Brothers is uh, you know, uh, McGuire and your former Yankee uh, Jose Canseco. Oh yeah, that's right. That was right. the nickname of the Oakland A's. Right. Wasn't that also the name that we took in Columbia? But that's another story. Uh no, that, <laughs> I think you're confusing me for. I think you're confusing uh, McGuire and Sosa. That, that's another story. That's for another. That's another but, show. <laughs> but yeah, it was a a great. Um, that was a great. Um, you know, moment to see them re- reunite themselves because apparently they're still in uh, in uh, New Japan wrestling. Right. Oh, so they're not back. Well, apparently they are, but apparently they have an agreement. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it gives him his alliance Pete against Finn Balor and Judgment Day now. So that's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, because they fake they fake that uh they fake AJ that um, join Judgment Day. Mhm. I'm trying to think what else happened uh in uh those were the, those were the major things that really happened. Lesnar oh, yeah, returned. Uh, AJ Styles, yeah, that he was going to retire after he got beat up by his son. Oh right, but he worked out with you know, with Triple H. Now he's on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. L.A. Knight is officially black. You know, as I'm, uh, L.A. Knight is officially back. You know, he's no longer Max Dupree. Oh. Um. Let me see what else. Yeah, I think that's about it. Um, MJF, he cut a promo about, um, you know, him being, you know, um, you know, he, you know, him being, you know, being a heel that, you know, he doesn't even want to be a heel, but in order for him to become a champion, he has to be a person that even he hates, to paraphrase what he said. And uh, Jericho, he's going to, Jericho is now on a, you know, on this quest to destroy every Ring of Honor uh, member. And now he's going to, I mean, champion, because he's the new Ring of Honor champion. So he's going to be facing uh, Dalton Castle um, in the upcoming Dynamite episode. Yeah, I think that's about it. Um, Anything else you'd like to say before we head out? Uh, everyone have a great rest of the night. Catch my show, um, iMac every Saturdays at 10 p.m. Check your local listings for that and come back here. Check out Sports of the Legend every Saturdays at 11, only here on Block Talk Radio. And check out his YouTube channel, which uh, I think right now it might be defunct, I believe. Sports of the Legend on YouTube, but, uh, whenever, whenever Will decides to, uh, post new episodes on that check check out for that yes definitely check out that episode because you know macaulay is he's, he's waiting for for the next episode and for real man we're all waiting we're all waiting yes, man you gotta give I'm us gonna, an update yes i definitely i definitely have to i definitely I think the last that. time you posted was when the was when uh the met signed the grom we signed the grom <laughs> I don't. I'd have to double check that, but I don't think so. But you know, um, yeah, it's been a while, man. I definitely need to get back on that horse for real. You know. But uh, again, thank you, Matt, for always being on the show as always. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for checking out this episode of Sports on a Legend. Uh, check out his show, iMac. Uh, check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV, and of course, come back here every Saturday at 11 on Block Talk Radio and check out Sports Urban Legend. So he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace.
Grand Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.